0: If you have your Bible, you can turn to Luke, first chapter. In the Gospel of Luke, first chapter. We'll begin. Verse 39 of the gospel according to Luke, first chapter, verse 39. And the word of God says, and Mary rose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm gonna stop right there. And label this message, the gift that keeps on giving. We see here in this text that Mary leaves to go to a city of Judah. And she enters the house of Zacharias and she sees her relative, Elizabeth. And something special happens. When Mary shows up, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit filled Elizabeth and the baby in her womb jumped for joy. Now, the gift that keeps on giving is Christmas time and many of the children are asking for gifts. And they want a gift that when they see they will leap for joy. A gift that'll get them excited and say, thank you, mommy, or maybe not mommy or dad, but thank you, Santa. A gift that'll be so exciting that they want to call their friends or they want to go outside and play. They just want to have fun with this gift. But yet, if this child is probably around the age of six, the gift that they want won't be anything that they'll play come another month from now. Oftentimes, the gifts that they get at those ages is for that right now gift. It's only good for that moment. Some kids like the box better than the gift. They play with the box. They don't even play with the gift. And yet, we can see that there are some gifts that you can give that maintain value, that increase, that mature, that have purpose, that keep on giving from time to time. What we're going to look into this text and see, what was the gift that keeps on giving? Why? Would Mary step in a room and all of a sudden Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit and the baby that's in her womb jumps for joy? Why would such a thing happen? Did did y'all see that in the text? That when Mary stepped in, this miraculous thing happened? Verse 41, and it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary... The babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Then, and she spake with a loud voice. She wasn't quiet about it. She was, a, and so Elizabeth was excited too. She said with a loud voice. She didn't use that inside voice. She used a loud voice. She was excited. She had something to say through the Holy Spirit, and she said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. We find something here about Mary. That Mary is blessed. Not only is she blessed among women, but her womb is blessed. And because Mary is blessed, catch this, when she walks in the room and she speaks, Elizabeth got excited. Now, it wasn't she was just excited because it was Mary, but it was who was in Mary. Brothers and sisters, I want you to understand that sometimes you may walk in a room and people may just be excited about your presence, but don't get so big and so up. It's not necessarily just because of you, but who's in you. Those who may not know Jesus, you might be feeling yourself right now. Say, it ain't about Jesus because they just feel me. But yet, I want you to understand, if they think, you think it's not about Jesus, it's because maybe the money you have or the cars that you have, those things will fade away. But they just sang a song, I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. And, and why do we like gold? Oh, it does not tarnish. But I want you to understand that this world is going to pass away. <laughs> so all the gold on here won't last because God said he's going to make a new earth and a new Jerusalem and a new kingdom. And then you'll be able to walk on the streets of gold. Gold is so precious, so valuable. We treasure it. We put it in places. Don't want anybody to touch it. But God to have you walking on. You see, the gift here is not necessarily just who you are, but who's in you. And when somebody's in you, that's special. That's Jesus. Tell somebody Jesus. Jesus. That, that's what the season's all about, so just get comfortable hearing that name. It's about Jesus. When, when Jesus is in you, involved in your life, yes, you're blessed. Tell somebody you can be blessed. Tell somebody I am blessed. I am blessed. Oh, somebody didn't say with that attitude right. Tell somebody I am blessed. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you know Jesus, you too can walk in a room and somebody can come up and say, yes, you're blessed. He say, yes, I know. But she let her know, it's not me, but he that is in me. And Elizabeth had the sense to recognize that, thank you, Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost was in her and she realized that Mary. Now, it says she received a salutation. Do you see here that Mary told Elizabeth she was pregnant? I don't see that in the text either. But the Holy Ghost told Elizabeth. And Mary knows Elizabeth is pregnant because the angel Gabriel told her. So you got some blessed folks meeting some blessed folk. And one's not telling her how I'm more blessed than you. One the one's telling me you are blessed. I want you to understand how you can give gifts and keep on giving. When you think of other people above yourselves, mm, that's a special gift. When you tell somebody how much you love them and you're not trying to make it all about you, but you make sure that that person knows how special they are to you. and that's special? That's why you see all dads wearing those ugly ties. That's their number one dad on it. Because they're not concerned about the color matching the suit. They're not concerned about people laughing about the tie. But when they put that tie on, they know it came from that child they love. And that child looks at them and says, you're number one dad. And dad can go to his workplace and say, that's right, I am number one. Because when you feel good about yourself, you walk differently, you act differently. I want you to understand, when you have Jesus in you, you can feel good about yourself. And guess what? You'll walk differently, you'll act differently, you'll talk differently. Just when you have Jesus in you, when you talk to somebody, they might shout for joy. And see, Elizabeth is blessed because of who she is, because of God's favor in her. But also she's blessed because of who's in her, Jesus. Her womb, the child she is going to bear, and and then Elizabeth gets even more excited. She says here in verse forty-three, "And whence is this to wh- me, and that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, uh, the babe leaped in my womb for joy, and blessed." Is she that believe, for there shall be performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Now, I want you to look at this very closely. All Mary did was this. She said hello, and she walked in. Elizabeth got excited. The baby is her got excited, and Elizabeth started rejoicing. I want you to understand, it wasn't just because of Mary, but it was because of the presence of Jesus. Has anybody here just been comforted by the presence of Jesus? Did Jesus say anything? Mm. Did Jesus turn water into wine there? No, he just showed up and people were shouting. Do you understand how when Jesus was on the boat and there was one and Master, don't you care that we shall perish? Jesus was already in the presence. Jesus already told them, we're going to the other side. But there was concern. They didn't understand really who Jesus was. And so Jesus had to get up and tell, peace, be still. And then all of a sudden they started wondering, who is this man? You see, but when you know who Jesus is, you can allow him to show up in your life. And you can have a peace. You can have a joy. You can realize, then you can sing that song, I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Because you realize how precious Jesus is. You see how special Jesus is. And you know through him all things are possible. And because when you have Jesus in you, you are blessed. And when Jesus in you, you are blessed to be a blessing to others. Elizabeth was blessed just by the presence of Mary. You know, it's it's very humbling when somebody thank you for showing up, just for showing up, just showing. You know, when somebody's sick in the hospital and you just show up, they got a smile on their face, thanking you for showing up. You don't have to say no. You can just sit down next to them, let them sleep. They'll wake up and see if you're still there and they go back to sleep because they're just happy that you're present, that you're there. You see, when you allow the love of Jesus, show you how you can just be there and be quiet. Realize that it's not about me, but it's all about you. And Elizabeth esteemed Mary, told Mary that you are blessed among women. Your fruit of your womb is blessed. And guess what, Mary, you also are blessed because you believe what the Lord said. You're blessed because of your obedience to God. You're blessed because having Jesus in you. And you're blessed because of your faithfulness. Our faith is the key that unlocks those blessings. Think about it. If you do not trust God, how can you receive? I don't think I hit everybody. Jesus oftentimes re- performed miracles, said this to the people. By your faith, you're healed. I, I, I didn't get everybody. There, uh, there was a woman that came up that was blind. i mean, sorry, the woman that came up to him and said, my, my child is sick. Jesus, your faith has made her whole. And, and there was a man that, that had a person ill, went to Jesus, said, Jesus can you heal. Jesus, said, I'll go to him and said, No, by your word. He will be ill. Jesus said, I see no such a faith as this by your faith. You see, your faith allows the movement of God to move in your life. Let me help you out. By your faith, you have been saved. You see, faith is a powerful tool. Now to deal with faith, a lot of people say, well, a lot of Christians have a lot of faith. Well, atheists have faith too. They have faith that there is no God. Hello? Think about it. It's hard enough for us to prove that there is a God to them. It's hard enough for them to prove that there is no God. I can fall back on science. says this. Science says that the earth came from the Big Bang. And the Big Bang said there was particles that were moving at the right time they aligned, but they were missing all this time. But then again, also science says everything comes from something. So where do those particles come from, and what made them line up? Hello? See, Jesus is God. And we can go to John and say, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God. Hello. We can go to Genesis, in the beginning was God. Hallelujah. And we see how God created the heavens and the earth. So when we place our faith in God, it allows us to walk around with faith. The same faith we had that we could drive down those icy roads or make it to our destination, that was faith. You didn't see yourself there, but you believed you could make it. That's why you're here. We operate on faith daily, but yet we limit the faith because we choose to apply our faith on the wrong things. But when we put our faith in Jesus, we can see how miraculous things can happen. And when we place our faith in Jesus, we can see how, just as when Jesus did the miracles, we can be healed. We can be whole. We can see things happening in our lives. Because when we place our faith in Jesus, then we do what Jesus says. Jesus has given us commands. If you love me. Obey my commands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. But what are your commands? Oh, that's simple. You can hang them all up on this. Love God with all your heart, with all your might, and with all your soul. And love your neighbor as Yourself. I want you to take a look here. Elizabeth loved Mary as herself. Elizabeth didn't brag about I was barren, I was old, but I got a baby. But no, Mary, you are blessed. Mm. I see the fruit of your room is blessed. Mm. And you are highly favored. How blessed am I, Mary, that you came here with my Lord. Wow. Think about how when people come to see, do you make them feel special? Or do you want to show off your house? Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And then you listen to them secondly, or do you make them? I, I read a story about this lady that interviewed these two distinguished people. And she interviewed one, and one, she walked away and said, he's the most cleverest man in England. And then she sat down with the other one and said, he made me feel like the most cleverest woman in England. Because one had charisma. One made her feel better about herself, while the other one just talked about his accomplishments. So which one do you think she felt better about? You see, when you talk to somebody and they make you feel good, you keep on talking to them, and they keep on listening, and they keep on affirming you and encouraging you. But when you talk to people that don't listen to you, you don't talk to them anymore. You see them on the caller ID. I ain't got time for them. (laughs) But you see that person that's calling that you that listens to you. Oh, you pick it up, and you talk to them, and you listen to them because they do the same for you. See, those are gifts that keep on giving, when you allow the love of Jesus to operate in your life, you can see how it changes your behavior, it changes your lifestyle, and it also it changes the people around you. Did you see the change here that happened to Elizabeth? Elizabeth was told that the baby in her will be, have, be filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm sorry, let me correct you. Elizabeth was not told, but Zechariah was told by the angel Gabriel, the baby that's going to be in Elizabeth will be filled with the Holy Spirit from the day of conception, that he will be coming the time of Elijah. So Elizabeth has not received the Holy Spirit, but the baby in her has the Holy Spirit. But yet when Jesus showed up, she was filled with the Holy Spirit. I want you to understand, too, when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you too can be filled with the Holy Spirit. And with that Holy Spirit, you can start speaking things that you don't, you don't even know what you're talking about. That God is revealing to you to be so truthful and so powerful, you're believing as you're saying because you know it's coming from Him. Elizabeth's over there talking to Mary how blessed you are. How the Holy Spirit will help you to guard your tongue, guard your mind, so you'll be a blessing to people not cursing. The Holy Spirit will help you to bless and curse not. The Holy Spirit will help you to be patient while you're driving. Because the Holy Spirit helps me out. I will honk at people all the time. But I let them just get on in, and I slow down. Because the fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering. I can take my time. You know, I, it's not about saying, I, I have to remind myself that. I, I, growing up in the family, I, I was the baby, so I, I always felt like I always got the last things. I always felt that nobody looked out for me, so I had to look out for myself. So if I destroyed any of my kids' stuff, my brothers' and sisters' stuff, I didn't care as long as I got what I wanted. And I had to grow to realize why they didn't want to hang around me because I was doing nothing special for them. I would destroy whatever they would have. I would talk bad about in front of their friends. And then I wonder why they didn't want me around. But as I matured, as I changed, now they make sure I know their friends. Hey, Sam, this is so-and-so's friend. But yeah, it was time of maturation, a time of change. It wasn't just me, but it was Jesus in me showing me how to live. Can you see the difference in your life, how people treat you differently? When you let Christ come into your life, you walk into rooms and they greet you differently, they talk to you differently. That's the gift that keeps on giving, the gift of Jesus in you that constantly changes you, that constantly grows you and builds you up. And then see here, when you are blessed, And you people tell you, you're blessed. And you see here how many times Mary was told she was blessed, blessed and blessed. Tell somebody, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Tell somebody again, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Tell them I'm three times blessed. That's right. You know, and guess what? He's still blessing me. He still blessed him. You see, look, look at Mary. Mary is seeing that how she's been blessed, how how God is with her. That Mary sings a joyful song. Look at here, look at verse 46. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. Ha. You call me blessed, Elizabeth? <laughs> All generations going to call me blessed. And, and I know I am blessed, but I realize it's not because of me. For he that is mighty have done to me great things and holy is his name. I want you to know, yes, you're blessed. Yes, you're blessed. Yes, you're blessed. But you're not blessed because of yourself, but because of he has done my things. Do I have a witness here? And his mercy is on them that fear him. From generation to Generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. Uh, uh, American uh, testified to that. She's coming from a poor town, a, a poor city, but yet she has a child in here that's of the son of David, whose rule will have no end. She really, I, I once was poor, but mm, I'm rich inside. I, I may not be able to show you any silver and gold, but I I have Jesus and so look here, verse fifty-three. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He hath opened his servant Israel in the remembrance of his oh great is his mercy. As he spake to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed, for how long? Forever. 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 And Mary abode with her for about three months and returned her own house. You see, you, do you see that song? I I want us to look here at the, the key things here. She says that they will call me blessed from generation. God is good from generation to generation. God, for remembrance, shows his mercy forever. You see here? That's why David can write that song, I never seen the righteous forsaken nor thy seed begging for bread nor thy seed it went all the way back to Abraham and we are of the children of Abraham all because of Jesus a gift that keeps on giving from generation to generation I thank God for how he blesses us through generations. You see here, we are not blessed because of what we have done, but what has been done before us, before you could speak, before you could talk, you were blessed not only because of Mary, but because of Abraham's obedience. But catch this, apply this, you can bless your children by your faithfulness to God from generation to generation. You see, it's right there in the text. That's how David knows. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, though that see begging for bread. I see we know when we depend on Jesus he'll supply our needs he'll supply our needs David writes this song understand but do you understand that David at one time was begging for bread (laughs) David was running for his life but yet he can go back I never seen the righteous forsaken we gonna go through some rough times y'all you gonna go through some troubling times, but yet that gift of God is still in the gifting business. The gift of Jesus can nobody take away from you. The gift that keeps on giving. Through Jesus, we have love. Through Jesus, we have peace. Through Jesus, we have joy. The reason for the season is Jesus there is no mosque without Christ's Mosque, you got to put Christ before the mosque and we have Christmas because that's what it's all about so when you think about it, on your way home think about how good Jesus has been to you think about how good God has been good to you and just remember God you've been so good to me how can I be a blessing to somebody else huh? you bless me with the car maybe I might see somebody walking home can I give them a ride maybe they need some help from the from the airport I can give them a ride Lord, I got extra food from Thanksgiving. Maybe I can find somebody next door that needs some extra help. Lord, you bless me so much. I don't want to be selfish. I want to share what I have with somebody else. Why do I want to do it? It's not because of me, but it's Jesus that's in me. And that's the gift that keeps on giving. So better than that present you can wrap up, the best present you can give is you. Letting God use you to be his hands and his feet. I'm going to close with this. Jesus was teaching. And he told them that. When you feed the hungry and you clothe the naked, you do this unto me. They questioned him. When have we seen you like that, master? And he said, when you've done it to the least of these. Will you do that to the least of these? Will you let Jesus use you to be a blessing to others? And as you keep on giving, God will keep on blessing. For you cannot outgive God. Jesus says, it's better to give than it is to receive. So keep on giving and keep on giving because you have nothing to worry about because God is still giving. God is still blessing. You can fall back on that Psalm of 27. I've never seen that righteous forsaken nor that seed begging for bread. God will take care of his children forever and ever and ever. It's up to us to be obedient and allow his blessings move in our lives. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Right now, here's the opportunity for those who may not know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Here's the greatest opportunity for you to see how you can be a blessing to others through Christ in you. Jesus said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever believe in him shall not perish but have ever lasting life